I think at one point it started like spouting out her yeah. ears. Like, <laughs> like she became like she was like a little mini Bellagio fountain all by herself. <laughs> like the little cherub I just stood right. naked in the Hello, 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 and welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. The first and most important thing for us to say is Happy, Happy New Year. Year. <laughs> Insert the, the confetti Confetti graphics. here. I'm oh. like, anyone's novels are celebrating and Mr. Niggles is celebrating this new news here and having fun yeah it's 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 another new year like and this is like this is one of those things where it's like this episode is actually dropping on new year's day itself so literally it's like happy new year (laughs) today today (laughs) if you're listening on the day it dropped and if not then happy new year for when you do (laughs) it is definitely the new year (laughs) yes uh absolutely um and so this year we decided to, to like it was funny like last year we um we thought we were taking an approach and we pivoted. We did like a hard right in the middle of the recording. And that never happens with us. And then realized that we hadn't hit record, which I've just checked that we have hit record. I'm <laughs> like, like, we didn't, I we swear. Did. I just did. <laughs> no, last year we didn't hit record, which is why you ended up with a slightly different audio um, to how you would have, what you would have normally um, received. Um, because, I mean, this time of year, there's so much pressure around it and so much expectation of like oh well you have to do things in a certain way you have to like news new, new start, year new year yeah new start new beginning like da, 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 da. And it's funny because while that like I'm a, I'm aware of that I don't know whether you're aware of this but in the last few years certainly um more so than even before that there's been such a different energy about the new year for us. Mm-hmm. Like there's been this real, like, whereas I, I remember like in previous years, there's been this real sense of like, okay, we're in January now. Okay, we're gonna like, and I'm like wanting to like get get to it and like it's make like things happen. It's like the start happen. of a race almost. It is, like, yes. January 1st, the gun goes off and you're like, in a month, 2024, right. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Like, it, it is, it really is like that. Uh, but the last few years, f- specifically for me, the, there's been this kind of easing into mm-hmm. the new year. Like it's almost like we're sliding in gently. <laughs> like, don't touch anything. Don't look at anything the wrong way. Like we've had some challenging years of like <laughs> After 2020, we're yeah. all like, oh. Uh, like, <laughs> Do we nobody, really want the year to change? Nobody anything? say, I remember that all the memes that went, went around going, nobody say this is your new, new your your year. That just everyone's going to like tiptoe quietly into the new year. No one's going to say anything. We're just going to hope everything go, goes according to plan. Um, but there really is that feeling of like, of that... Uh, 
we've taken the pressure off ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're meeting your needs consistently, there's no need for that reset. That like <laughs> yeah. this, I, I I'm gonna fuck about like. I, like I mean, we always fuck about. Always what are you talking about? about? <laughs> but like, I feel like in years past, it would come ta- kind of like that. You know, the quote unquote holiday season, and for me, that usually starts in October. But like, there's like so much going on. It's like I'm just gonna get to the new, end of the new year. I'm gonna do all these things that don't serve me mm-hmm. because I'm just gonna get through. And then on January first, I'm gonna start fresh. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You shouldn't have to start fresh. Like, well, you want to make tweaks well and the other thing about it is that like well first the i mean if you haven't listened to it already go listen to last year's new year's episode because we really did right we're like why the hell do we have to do it like why is all this, there's all this pressure around it but i think that uh, what's really interesting is you, you said something and i don't I'm, I'm not sure whether i'm not sure whether you said it or whether i just heard it in my head like so i mean it, either is possible um but i feel like what happens is that the holiday season, we go full indulgence to try to meet our needs. Where it's like there are no kind of limits. We don't we don't moderate. We don't listen to our bodies. I'm gonna we- wash this like cake down with a vat of eggnog <laughs> and like I mean and like and I'm like I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna exercise mm-hmm. I'm gonna I, I'm not gonna sleep well I'm gonna go out and party, party all the time and there's this like real um indulgence isn't quite the right word I'm trying to think what the right word is where it's this that it's like this ex, it's this excess mm-hmm. of everything I've like well, we're supposed to be celebrating, so we have to do everything. And, and now, as two girls whose middle names are extra, you know this. <laughs> um, I'm not about. I'm not saying don't do things extra, but it was. It's almost like there's this extremity in. I have like to get red, it done. It's the end of the year. <laughs> well, it, it kind of feels like this extremity of red spectrum way of meeting needs, where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do all the things that I don't allow myself to do the rest of the year because I've got an excuse to do it now. Mm-hmm. And I believe I'm going to feel good when I do this, even though we know from history we feel shit when we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do this and we because we deny ourselves the rest of the year, we indulge ourselves at that time, which means then we feel like we have to then flip completely. Like the pendulum like swings from one extreme. It's like, okay, I've, I've gone from like hot girl summer, I've got to be bikini body ready. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, fuck, it's the fall now. And it's now it's the winter. Okay, we're going to the opposite extreme. We're going to eat and drink everything in sight. We're not going to take care of our bodies in any way, shape or form. We're not going to sleep. We're not going to exercise. And then come January, it's like, well, fuck, we've done the extremity at this end. We got to go back to the extremity. And I think that's part of what this is, of this new year of like, because this 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 swing happens from one extreme to the other. And we're like, we weren't even planning on talking about this today. She's just coming out as we're talking right now. But I really do think there's a big part of that in it where it's like, mm-hmm. because we're not, we, we disconnect from our needs, we disconnect from our bodies, we disconnect from feeling into what actually works for us in the holiday season. What ends up happening is that when then when we hit this, we're like, well, we have to do everything perfectly now. Mm-hmm. Now I have to be doing the gym and doing a juice cleanse and doing like... Um, journaling every morning and meditating every night and I have to be like productive 
46 hours a day or like I had to plan out the rest of my year on January 1st like let's do calendars for the year do you remember when do you remember the first time that we actually did um, our uh, annual planning like the first year we did an annual plan was the beginning of 2020 and then like literally we got to the end of March and went well fuck, fuck that, that, that that's going out the, that's going out the window I don't think this is gonna happen <laughs> maybe not as, not as planned um but I think that what we're talking about is, and I, and we're not like we're not. There's no judgment about how you've done the holiday season. There's no judgment about how you've chosen to do this at all. Like we we do what feels right for us at the time. But I think that the interesting thing about what we're talking about today is that it is okay to change your behaviors if it's no longer in alignment or if it's no longer meeting your needs. And so often we're in this kind of pattern of like, oh, okay, well, I've got to deny myself everything during the mm-hmm. summer, which means I've got to stuff my face with everything in the winter, which means I've got to then got to like go back to like denying myself everything the second that it hits January 1st. And this is societal. I mean, yes. like just check out I mean, any social media and you'll, you'll see, Mm -hmm. you'll see. And if you go to it, I've always found this kind of interesting. If you go by a gym in January, Uh packed, packed to the brim, like February, mid-February, you go by that same gym. It's Uh like crickets. Right. Absolutely. Because people go hard. Beginning of the year, they go like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it right this year. And I'm going to do it this way. And it's going to look like this. And I'm going to feel like this. And then you get to like the end of January, you're like, I don't feel any of that stuff I thought I was going to feel, but I'm working really hard. Well, actually, hard. I'm exhausted and I'm burnt out and I, it's not even like the beginning, like it's not even the that. end of the first month of the year. Well, that and think about right. like, because we all go, uh, a lot of people go mm-hmm. really, really hard at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, that, that new year energy. We just, most people have come off of one of the most stressful periods right. of the year. Yeah. So we come off stress, depleted, like, we can we practice obviously our own self care. Oh, the, do we? Oh, so are we? Are we supposed to do that? You know, occasionally. Okay, all right. Note to self. Yeah, self care for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> we t- we like we practices and by you know December twenty eighth we're like okay like we need to rest and like and we're doing this periodically but everybody everybody most people seem to give a little bit more during that season i have a hard and fast rule there is no work between mm -hmm. christmas and new year like it's the one time of year that i always take off consistently Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what is going on like the sometimes when we've not had our social media scheduler working we might like upload a thing once a day Mm -hmm. like but generally speaking our main body of work, we do not work between Christmas and New Year. And every year I kind of have this feeling of like, oh, maybe this is a year where I could do some like, uh, like I want to do some things in that gap between Christmas and New Year. And every year without fail, I want to basically curl up in a duvet on my couch, watch some crappy TV and some crappy movies and do very little else. Mm. Maybe sleep like that. But it's like, I just think that, and this is this is the reason we're bringing this up right now is because this is relevant in the context of this whole kind of new year, new year, like new start, hooray, um, thing. But this is actually relevant at any time of year. Mm-hmm. And so frequently we get into this pattern of doing things. Like this is how we are meant to do things. And we don't even stop to think about whether it's working for us anymore. And so often it's actually... The thing that we need is 
the change. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So often it's like we're doing these things. And I remember like talking about the holidays. um, Like I remember hearing, and I think we might have mentioned this in last year's, when we did the the holiday series um, of podcast episodes last year. There was, I remember... I can't remember what it was. I think it was re- I was reading an article about this where it was this this mum basically used to kill herself um, putting up everything for Halloween every year, like decorating the whole house all out. I mean, as I said, we do it slightly differently in the UK, generally speaking, but this was in uh, the US. And she was always like fried by the time it got, came to actual Halloween itself. And at one point, so um, they had a conversation and her husband was like, 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 stop like you don't need to be doing all it but she's like but it's for the kids and the mm-hmm. kids really do it and he was like how about we actually ask what the kids want and they have a conversation with the kids and the kids couldn't give two shits about the mm-hmm. house being decorated there are a few things they wanted and there was a way of doing it where all of a sudden the the thing that was causing the drain to our needs which we talked about like a couple of episodes ago um is might have even been our last episode. Um, no, episode before last. Um, the thing that is draining our needs actually isn't meeting any of our needs because we're doing it for a purpose that no longer is relevant. And at one time it it could have been. Yeah. Like, it reminds me, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers, which is a cartoon <laughs> if you follow it. Um, lighthearted, usually on the... Stupid side. Yeah, the stupid <laughs> side, but not not usually offensive side. So it's a nice kind of light thing. And there's an episode where the parents are hiding eggs for their children. And it's like a dual story where you have the parents hiding the eggs. And then you have the conversation between the children who are like, we hate this. Somebody needs to tell mom and dad. And they're like, but mom and dad love it so much. And mom and dad are like literally Mm -hmm. getting drunk because they're like, we have to do this because of the kids. And the kids are like, we hate this because we can't eat our candy until we find the last egg. And this thing takes all day. And it's like one simple conversation, Mm -hmm. which always happens at the end of the episode because, you know, the the climax, the solution. But like we'd be in a short episode if they'd had it like right three minutes in. So (laughs) mom, dad, don't like the eggs. Cool. Done. Bye. Outro. (laughs) Flip a burger. But there's, I I cannot think of the amount of times I've done things that Mm -hmm. I thought like I have to do it because this person loves it and finding out like. Oh, or you have to do it because that's your thing. Yeah. Like I. Oh, yeah. Right. Doing things because it's, I mean, this has been a challenge the last couple of years, not doing things because it's my thing if it's for right. somebody else yeah well I mean even just doing it for ourselves even like but like I mean like the thing that like there might be things that that we do that for a period were our thing because it served us for it to be our thing at that point a stupid example I actually really enjoy walking and when I was in the UK with interesting UK temperatures, um, I would go walking pretty frequently and I would walk for miles. I'd borrow my sister's dog and go walking in the forest and what have you, or I'd walk just in the area around where my um, uh, my family lived. Um, now, I still like walking, but I'm currently in the tropics with heat index warnings of up to 115 degrees. Now, 
it doesn't serve me to go walking in those temperatures and certainly not the distances I was walking in. The terrain is different here. Like I don't get like, I mean, yes, I can walk along the beach and it's really pretty, but it's I don't get the same kind of feel from doing that as I do walking through a forest, for example. So yes, the thing technically walking meets my needs. But in this situation, it doesn't meet my needs. There are other things that meet my needs better. I prefer to go to the pool or go for a swim. Like There are other things that I enjoy. I go dancing and take dance classes and things. So I think that it can be, it's not just about when you're talking. Yes, when it comes to other people, that's really important as well. But also like how many times like do we create something to be like something that we do becomes part of our identity. Mm -hmm. And the second we make it a part of our identity, it's actually harder for us to change it because it's like, well, that's who I am now. Mm -hmm. Like that is I am someone who does this. This is all that's more of a behavior. But like like I am a whatever rugby player mm-hmm. well just because I've played rugby half a dozen times that doesn't make me a rugby player but <clears throat> if I identify as a rugby player it's really hard for me to stop playing rugby because it's like not that I would ever identify <laughs> as a rugby player um but I think that that's the thing is that so often like we we get we get ourselves connected and attached to these patterns of doing things and we don't stop and check in. Mm -hmm. Is this actually working for me anymore? Does this serve me for where I'm at, for what my capacity is, for what my needs are and the ways that are gonna meet my needs in this moment are gonna work for me? Um, And yes, it's true of ourselves, but it can be really challenging when we start to change our behavior when other people are involved. Mm especially when other people have expectations based on something that we've always done. So for example, two recovering rescuers right here. Can you imagine how interesting it was for the people who are used to us rescuing them when all of a sudden we didn't? Yeah. Like, what, 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 what do you mean? Where's the cape? Like, where's the, like, you have, where's, where's the cape? Like, you, you, you have a cape normally. Like, what is, what is going on right now? And all of a sudden, different, and because of their expectations, that expectation sometimes creates this internal sense of obligation for us, Mm -hmm. which can cause us to then do things which may have worked for us at one point in time and worked, I'm using very loosely, depending on what it was. Different (laughs) factors and needs lenses and whether it actually worked for us or just appeared to work for us or masked our unmet needs. Um, It can be really difficult to start to shift those because those expectations create that internal pressure and that internal pressure means that we then end up doing things that sacrifice our needs or compromise our needs because we can't or don't think about or don't want to change them because the change might compromise our needs because of how other people respond to the change. So here's the thing, same thing we've been talking about in a lot of our recent episodes. It's really important if we want to make these changes, one of the things that can help us to do that is to meet our needs to begin with. Because one of the examples that I kind of want to jump into on here is like, I was a, most people know I was a house sitter for many, 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 many years. And I remember when I was doing my very first house sit, 
um, I was having a conversation with somebody who was a well-seasoned house sitter. She'd done a lot of house sitting gigs and she was telling me about some of the things that she used to do for the homeowners. Um, like she would cook um, a lasagna. I don't even know if it was actually lasagna, but she would cook a meal, like a home cooked meal for them for their first night back. And I was like, that's actually a really nice idea. And if I'd been like traveling a long time, I've been away for a long time, then um, that would be really nice for me to have that. So I started doing that as well. And it was like one of those things that I nobody ever expected but everyone was always like pleasantly surprised and I mean also I got the best reviews on this lasagna (laughs) now the interesting thing is I'm vegan so I can't eat the lasagna because I do make a traditional lasagna because not everybody can tolerate vegan food um but also it is the crappiest recipe I literally looked for the easiest recipe online and it is a really easy recipe that I use um and like there's a part of me that I know what's gone into this. I know how this has been put together. And I'm like, and people are like, oh my God, you've got to send me that recipe. It was such a good, I'm like, really? It's a family secret. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, um, so this became something I did when it was like every, like, and it was part of me considering myself to be um, very professional in how I approached house sitting. It was something that I um, considered in terms of me being generous and being, a good house sitter, not just someone who went and house sat. And it takes all sorts in the house sitting world. Like, yeah, I mean, I've heard of nightmare stories of homeowners and house sitters, but I'm somebody I was, I always had great references. Um, people loved me as a house sitter and always wanted me to come back. So that was something, it was like, I took pride in it. And it was something that really felt like it was something that felt good to me to do mm-hmm. and it was kind of part of your process too right. like absolutely before you left you made a lasagna yes exactly <laughs> it was like part of the exit strategy to get out of the house so um and then I did this house sit where the homeowners really did not treat me particularly well um and actually were pretty disrespectful on a couple of occasions um and there were a number of things like it was a number of these things that any one of them in and of themselves probably wouldn't have been that big a deal. But over a matter of months, they built up and built up and built up. And I got to the point where I was like, I that, I don't want to do this for them. Like, and they were people I'd house sat for before mm-hmm. and they were used to coming back to, uh, they had had the lasagna in the past. Um, <clears throat> and it was funny because before, like a ways ahead now, as it turned out, I wasn't well when I did the transition. Um, so I wouldn't have been able to make the lasagna anyway. I mean, I could have, again, if I'd really wanted to, I could have asked Serena to, I know mm-hmm. she would have helped me out and there were other people who would have helped me out. So it wouldn't have been a big deal. But I, a few weeks ahead of time, was like, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it this time. It doesn't meet my needs to do this. This would be sacrificing my time and energy to give to people who I don't feel are being respectful of me. I'm just not going to do it this time. And there's a part of me internally going, I'm not going to do it. I remember we were having the conversation and you're like, this is a situation. And I was like, I wouldn't do it either. Right. I don't care if that's what you do. Like, Mm -hmm. screw them pretty much. Right. But it was that. The self-expectation, yes. it wasn't, wasn't, it really didn't have anything to do with the fact that I mean, they kind of might have expected it. it was Zero like, fucks given really as to what they thought about me because honestly, I didn't really think very highly of them. how they had yeah. behaved. Like I just, I like, I didn't care if they didn't rate me anymore because I wasn't, I, I wasn't 
I didn't appreciate the um, some of the ways that they had behaved towards me while I was there. So it wasn't from that standpoint. Like, I didn't care if they thought less of me because I didn't do, give them a lasagna. But I, and me and myself, I'm like, but that's one of the things that's, I that's do. That's what you do. That's what I do. And it really was like that moment of like, no, why Why am I doing this? Am I doing this? So it's like, what am I... One, let's break it down put a needs lens on it one like one of the things is that that's one of the things that I do it's because I take pride in what I do as a house sitter and I um <clears throat> one of the things like because I know I provide value as a house sitter that and I value what I do that is one of the ways I'm getting my value need met is by doing things to a standard which feels good for me where I feel like I am honoring and respecting what I want to do and showing up in a way where I, which is in alignment with who I want to be. Now, the interesting thing is, is that if I had prioritized doing for them in a way that had compromised myself, I would have been sacrificing my value need. And that was the point at which I was like, hold on a second, to do this actually compromises my needs more than it meets them. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to do it this time. And it compromised a lot. Like when we were talking through it, like going through it, it compromised mm -hmm. a lot of needs on many levels. Yes. Which, and it, it's hard when you get into like, I mean, even just it's it's uncomfortable for me thinking of it. And I was like present right. for a lot of this, but it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter if that's like, if you could do it 99% of the time, yeah. but if it doesn't feel right, that 1%. Right. Well, and it's like I, I had a conversation with somebody uh, a while back who was uh, they'd handed in their resignation at their job and they were um, because the job had been stressful because of the way the company had managed the situation and the company had consistently compromised their needs like consistently crossed boundaries and expect had expectations of them that were not reasonable given the circumstances um and they had asked this person to stay on because they had didn't have a very long um uh what's the word um leave um notice period and they'd asked if they would stay on longer to help them basically in the transition and they they negotiated a deal and were like okay yes I will stay for those extra couple of weeks um and in that period of time that person was still experiencing the same level of stress and I was like okay you have handed in your resignation the what is happening you need to do your job absolutely you've agreed to do your job for this period of time what is the minimum you can do while still doing your job for this period of time to get through this period to do what you say that you've you've said that you're going to do without compromising yourself because this person got so used to compromising themselves and the company got so used to them compromising themselves that that was how it was expected and the truth is if they continue to do this they would have ended up like needing a huge amount of recovery on the backside of this situation because they were expecting like a superhuman amount of input of responsibility and I said to them like I understand you having a strong work ethic and I have a strong work ethic I mean Serena will tell you I've got a very high level of work ethic a level of diligence when it comes to my the work and what I do we both do which is part of the reason we get on so well and work so well together um but in that situation, 
if your work ethic is causing your needs to be sacrificed because you're giving that work ethic to a company that is not respecting you, that is compromising your needs consistently, and that you actually are no longer committed to for the long term, that is the point at which I would suggest we we change our approach. I'm not saying like basically like sit back, do nothing for two months and expect them to just keep paying you. I'm not right. suggesting that. My job is putting my feet on the desk. Right, now. absolutely. We're done now. Um, <laughs> this is a, this is a, we're, we're entering my, uh, my, my chilled era. Um, no, that's not what I'm suggesting at all. But we can start to change our behaviors when there's a point, there's a point in time where the work ethic supports you. Us having the work ethic that we do meets our needs. But there are times when having that work ethic, and I know you've been in this situation in the past, and I certainly have as well, where having that work ethic has been detrimental to mm-hmm. my needs, where there's no little or no benefits. Yep. And in those moments, you have to then look at changing your behaviors unless you want your needs to be compromised. And so it's it's making sure that like combining this with the why am I so depleted series, with looking at understanding what our capacity is, understanding what's draining us, understanding where we need to put boundaries down, both both in our work and in our personal lives in order to manage this. Like, how do you need to change your behavior in order to stop any from being drained and to do new things sometimes that are also different that it's like, well, I've never done this before, mm-hmm. but this actually meets my needs better. It's amazing when you try new things. Right? <laughs> it's like, like, ooh, that feels good. Right? Like, I wish I learned that a long time ago. Right, absolutely. So I think that this is one of those, this is one of those times of year where it's like, okay, rather than new year, new you, maybe it's like figuring out what works for you this year. Mm-hmm. And and also in that context, what doesn't work for you and what no longer has a place in your life. And that might be relationships. It might be relationship dynamics. It might be not the relationship has to go, but a certain dynamic actually needs to shift. It might be how we're approaching different things within our lives. It might be things that we're doing for ourselves. It might be things that we're doing for others. It might be how we navigate. I mean, we've talked about in the, the um, every time we've talked about boundaries, when uh, Serena has talked about how when she decided to suddenly start ex- exploring boundaries and putting boundaries in, all of her relationships changed. Mm-hmm. But they changed for the better. Mm-hmm. Because what she was doing was now in service of her needs. And in a self-worth first way. It wasn't like, I'm going to meet my needs screw everybody else (laughs) Mm -hmm. it wasn't to the detriment of them except I know there were some little instances where it was that there was the expectation but it was not my job to meet those needs Mm -hmm. so and I think that's we get so caught up on that that Mm -hmm. expectation the expectation of what we're supposed to be the expectation of how we're supposed to do like yeah we expect a lot of ourselves. We expect a lot of the people around us. Yeah, we... And we expect consistency. Like, nothing in life seems... Like, when you think about life and the world in general, like, consistency is kind of an illusion and an anomaly in yeah. the grander sense. It can like, be. Like, it, there are moments... There are some, some places in which, in which it is. And also, consistency meets our security need. Mm-hmm. Because, like, familiarity, that can meet our security need for some in some ways. So we understand why we why we sometimes favor consistency but consistency for the sake of consistency is not likely to serve our needs in the long term Mm-mm. not even the security need that you're exactly. trying to be consistent for <laughs> right absolutely um so i know you had a you had a um situation where this kind of came up and was relevant right yeah um 
around here, I mean, meet new people all the time, but in this town, it's there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of events. There's a lot of social gatherings and women's group. I mean, there's groups get for together, get together. Yeah. So you meet a lot of new people. And especially when you're friendly like we are. Yeah. Like, like we'll meet anybody. Like we'll we'll go to the grocery store. As we've talked about in the previous episodes. Like we meet we make friends at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. In all senses, like whether like well, that's bumping into and starting a conversation with another random customer, whether it's the people who are working the checkout, whether it's people who are stocking the sh- there was I don't think I told you about this. I went in there. I went into um, our local grocery store. Um, oh man, maybe about a month ago, and um, <laughs> I was in the produce section, and there was uh, this. All of a sudden, this woman she had the most gorgeous energy. She was like just like a little ball of sunshine. She came walking across. And she said something like, like, how the beautiful, how are you doing? Like this. And I was like, and I was like, oh. And then the the gentleman behind me were like, oh, hey, darling, how are you? And I'm like, oh. And I was like, and I was like, and I said to her, I was like, oh, I thought you were talking to me for a second. And she's like, well, how are you doing, beautiful? Like she said the same thing to me. It was such a beautiful moment. But like because of those kind of things and how we are, we meet friends make friends and meet people we get a lot of people being like you're my new best friend (laughs) yeah that does happen a lot (laughs) okay and some of them is like oh yeah i feel like connection too and others is like okay what time is it okay i think i need the bathroom because we we're not fake people like if we're not feeling it that we try to be strategic like because we never want to impact somebody and be kind in how we deal with it yes so um, we were at an event in town and we met somebody that initially we got along with pretty well. And it Just was kind like, of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. It was a new person. They had, a you know, a different perspective on some things. And it was like, OK, we were. And it had an interesting life. And they were like, we were swapping stories about our various backgrounds. Yeah. And it was all kind of clicking. And so we made plans to hang out with our new best friend and um it got to the time when the plans were right about the time the plans were going to happen and for some reason they didn't happen i think that i think that one or other of us was sick i think that that was what happened the first time and so i canceled the plans because Mm -hmm. it did not meet our needs to Mm -mm. you know compromise ourselves if we're sick and potentially compromise the other person right absolutely and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I need to reschedule this. I need to reschedule this. We need to get another date in the books. And I was like, I actually don't want to. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like this meets my needs. So I actually think it might compromise my needs to go into this situation. Because right. once the plans were canceled, I felt almost a relief. I was <sighs> yeah. like, oh, OK. Like, And I wasn't eager to rebook them. But right. then I was like, I felt almost obligated because that's what you do you cancel the plans then you rebook them right and we had i remember we had a conversation about this uh and you were like oh what do you think and i'm like i'm like i'm not really feeling it if i'm honest like mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god me too right like, so- it was like we're like well why do we have to rebook like if 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 they have reached out it's not to say that we wouldn't uh, we would have like completely ghosted at that point no we have decided no yes yes we're, we're doing a no, 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 that's not what we like. We would have been, we would have been kind in how we responded. But the truth of the matter is, is that it didn't feel in alignment for us. And that social obligation 
could have caused us to compromise our needs. Now, if we're going into a situation where we are not feeling it from the outset, mm-hmm. it's not usually going to go. Uh, well, I it's don't know. It's not going to be an enjoyable connection and interaction for anyone involved. Yeah, I've never really seen that. Like, I, I mean, it is anything's possible to have like a complete flip in energy. But yeah. if you're going into it and you're like, eh. <laughs> Usually you come out of it going, oh, like, I knew well, this was kind of what this was going to And happen. also, if that's the case, if like, remember what we say, if it doesn't work for everybody, it doesn't work for anybody. Um, they're going to pick up, uh, exactly. whether they know it or not, they're going to pick up on the energy, yeah. especially with Claire and I, like we exude our energy. So if it's off, like, well, and I, I, I mean, there are times when I, I, I just can't help. I'm like, I can't connect with this. Per- like I just, and it's so I think a lot of people like it's so odd for me because a lot of time I'm like like I'm like gregarious and chat 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 and there have been times where I'm like okay okay because I'm acknowledging the other person but I'm like oh, and then I'll say something and it won't land and I'll be like okay Okay. (laughs) um like and it's not like I'm doing it to be rude or to be unkind I'm just like this is just not like we're just not a match Mm -hmm. for whatever reason and it may be like I remember like I think that the original um event where we met this person I think they were new to town yes like they hadn't been and I think maybe that was the reason we felt the connection there was a part of us like we knew what it was like to be new in town we knew Mm -hmm. what it was like to be new at these events and so like it was fun for us to kind of connect and for her to feel like she was like not on her own at this new event um and that was and maybe that was it that was that was all it was ever needing to be but us feeling like oh god we've said we need to stay in contact or meet again and it's like if it doesn't feel right, Do I? if it doesn't meet my needs, am I trying to sacrifice my needs to try to meet the other person's needs? Which is a lot of the time what can be happening in these dynamics. When we feel the need to shift, it's because if it's no longer in alignment for us, then the chances are it's going to compromise our needs. And if the reason we're doing it is because of an expectation or a sense of obligation because of the other person, it's probably because it meets their needs so as soon as we step into that, we're back into that selfless dynamic. And are we in that selfless dynamic? As we know, there's always hidden unmet needs of our own underneath it because we want to be liked, because we want to be loved, because we want to feel, we want to be acknowledged. We want to feel valued. Like whatever it is, nothing about that is enjoyable for anybody involved. Now, I'm not saying that you always have to have an amazing experience with everyone you meet in it. Like, Everyone goes through ebbs and flows and there are there are times when you're like, oh, and there are times when you're like, hmm, and there are times you're like, oh, like all of those things are valid. And it's like just because you have and I think that the one thing that we're very good at is discerning the difference between this was just an off night mm-hmm. and this doesn't feel in alignment. This is an off dynamic. <laughs> yes, like this doesn't feel good. Um, and like even when you've even when you've decided that, OK, this is something I'm going to do. It's okay to re- revisit and renegotiate those agreements with yourself and give yourself permission to say no. Give yourself permission to change them. Give yourself permission to adjust what you're doing to stay in alignment with your needs. Mm-hmm. I think something that really was present during this situation is 
there wasn't there nothing happened nothing really yeah. happened in between the time that we met this person we made the plans we canceled the plans mm-hmm. it was kind of just time where it was like little things it's like i didn't really love that this mm-hmm. felt off the energy in general just kind of feels mm-hmm. weird but there wasn't any quote unquote reason yeah and wasn't a problem. It's like, oh, well, we definitely can't meet up with this person because of this. Right. It's just something fell off. It didn't feel right. in alignment. Feel right. yeah. And it's like, I finally came to the realization. It was like, I don't have to be friends with somebody or communicate with them just because there's no reason not to. Like, <laughs> and, well, and that's what was in my head. I'm like, I don't have a reason to not go out with this person. Well, yes, you do. The reason was it, it didn't, didn't feel right. right. And that's And that's enough. a valid reason. That's yes. a, Yeah, you don't need any more than that. This doesn't feel right is a valid reason. That reason is enough to be like, this doesn't meet my needs. And there are times I remember recently where I'm like, I'm like something doesn't feel right about this. And I, the, like, there's a couple of moments recently where I've gone out, even though I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling 100% about it. And then the end, I'm like, like, well, I shit, I should have just stayed at home. That would have been far better. I wouldn't necessarily have known that had I stayed at home. But when I went out, I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah, maybe we should have stayed in. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing of like, because it doesn't feel right, because something feels off, because something doesn't feel in alignment, so frequently we don't give ourselves permission to allow that mm-hmm. to be enough of a reason. I think we talked about... Um on a recent episode, my birthday one year. Like, I'm I'm yeah. usually the last man standing, uh, being an only child. Standing, leaning. Yeah. Resting on the bar. Yes. Right? You know, whatever. <laughs> Crouched in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I have a, the, I, something I've been working on for many years. The only child in me has this FOMO like no other. I'm like, I'm going to miss something if I go home or go to bed or if I'm not I'm with gonna other say, people. You have got so much better with that in recent years. Oh, like yeah. like I've, I've, I've watched the shift with you in that, definitely. <laughs> and it's so much more relaxing. <laughs> like, my FOMO is a huge yeah. anxiety. Yeah. And that, if you don't know, it's the fear of missing out. Like I was always afraid like something, like the most epic night was going to happen because I wasn't there. Like... I, I just I gotta I gotta just jump on really really quickly because Serena hadn't heard of this term and just in case you at home haven't heard of this term, there is an alternative to FOMO which is JOMO, mm-hmm. um, and JOMO is the joy of missing out where it's like it doesn't matter what's happening out there in the world. I am chilled out. I'm in my bed. I'm cozy. I'm reading a book or watching some trashy TV, and like. So often, but the focus is on the fear of missing mm-hmm. out. But sometimes it's like uh, there are times when. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It was a Saturday night. Um, oh, it was like, it was um, last weekend. Uh, Serena had a friend in town. It was um, Saturday night and I thought we were gonna, we, we thought like there was a potential for us to get together and go out. I also had other friends who were going out and doing things. And I was like, I am tired. I was like, if Serena contacts me and they're doing something that, because this friend is in town is like a one-off, I might do this, I might go out. But if that doesn't happen, I am not moving my butt. And I stayed in, I did my legs and I painted my nails and I was in bed at some ridiculously early hour. And I'm like, this feels so good. Like, and it's like, I'm glad that you had an amazing time. That sounds that yes. sounds like an epic thing that you were at. Yeah. I got um, to sleep. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't there because I got what I need. And often the joy of missing out is the joy of prioritizing your needs mm-hmm. over what you believe that going out would have done for you instead. Yeah. 
And in, so. in that case, I mean, being December babies, like <laughs> our birthdays are in the middle of the chaos. That they like, are. <laughs> like smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah. And we've said it once. We'll say it many times before. Bobby's is our jam, karaoke. And mm-hmm. that's how like most celebration nights, that's how we end like Oh, yeah. Because we can end it at 10 when karaoke starts, or we can end it at 4 a.m. when they kick us out of the bar. Like, it's there's so many options to be A night at Bobby's never ends at 10. Like, <laughs> Well, it does if you show up at, like, noon. Like... <laughs> Make your own karaoke. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, we we've done the stuff showing up at noon and 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 starting your own karaoke. It didn't end at ten that day though. It no. ended at four. <laughs> yeah, and then some. Anyway, back to the story. Um, so I turned to Claire. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like it was my birthday. I I mean, I had the crown on. I could go. Like I probably the sequin sparkly top on. Uh, yeah, and it was my fortieth, so it was like this is the big year. We're gonna celebrate. We're gonna go like go big, go home, and we don't go home, <laughs> so we're going bigger. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I need to go home. I'm gonna go to bed. And right. you know what? If I had pushed, like I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure there would have been fun to be had. I would have been tired, and then I would have depleted myself uh-huh. for the rest of the fucking month by right. that one. Yes. That one thing, because I pushed myself, and then I wouldn't have had time to catch up on what I needed to do to replenish that properly because it was sleep that I needed. And we'd already been out the night before as well. Like, this was like second night in a row at this point for Mm us. And we were actually at Bobby's, admittedly only momentarily, because we were waiting for someone to come and pick us up the night before. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it was like, oh, we're never going to, we're like, it's going to be weeks before we're back at Bobby's. We were probably there the following weekend. or the following night like but yeah it was that and the interesting thing was that we had that was a really interesting experience because as you say it was your 40th it was this kind of like and as you may know from listening to the podcast some people go big or go home we go big or go bigger that's generally our, our way um and the cool thing about it was is that we'd had the i i'd put together this this celebration that started like middle of the afternoon and meandered us around town and we'd had food and we'd had drinks and it had been like, we had this really fun day. And the fact that you were able to be like, this was, and I remember you were like, I've had such an amazing time. Thank you so much, blah, 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 blah. I want to go home to bed. And I'm like, Yay! Not yay. You want to go home because mm-hmm. the part of me like, oh, Bobby's. Right. <laughs> like, there was a part of me that still wanted to stay out, but I was so glad that you had done the tough thing because I mean, she'd even hidden glitter in Bobby's for when we were due to go back there. That yeah. is like the it was it wasn't just a vague idea. Like most most evenings, it's like yeah, we might end up at Bobby's eventually. Mm-hmm. This was like a hard and fast plan. Uh, I'm coming back to fuck this stage (laughs) up with some lyrics and glitter. I can only imagine what Vicky and Bobby and et cetera would have done to us if we actually had. I mean, we would have been on our hands and knees getting every Mm -hmm. piece of glitter off of that floor. I know where the broom is. So (laughs) I had already planned the fact I had to do cleanup. But I I was ready. I was ready to tear it up. And I think the expectation, especially from all of my people, yeah. is Serena's going to tear this shit up because that's that's usually what I do. But it didn't meet my needs to. And it was the nicest thing was like Claire had planned this birthday party for me. And at this point, it, it died down a little bit. But there mm-hmm. was still a solid group of oh, us yeah. there. And not a single person had a, 
anything to say. They're like, I am so glad you had a great night. Get home safely. Like there was none of this guilt. There was none of this kind of shaming or this like, oh, but I wanted to go to, oh, I was so hoping we could sing. Or like there was was none of that. Right. And that made it feel like I knew I was surrounded by my people. (laughs) I'm like... And it, yeah. we did um, a friend's birthday a couple of a couple of months ago. I don't even know. Is it a month or so? A month or so ago, and go big, go bigger. This is they. They aren't go big, go bigger. They're a chill out, relaxed person. We were like, okay, kind of a, a sidestep. It's also like if it's not going to meet somebody else's needs. It's okay to change. Like, I don't right. have to be the party yeah. person and throw the big party for everybody if that's not what meets their needs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Serena doing her little ooh, ooh, in the corner and the yeah. other person's like, what the hell is she doing? Like, I can have my own party. Yeah. Like, you don't want music? Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, I have a little silent disco to myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another really good example of this, I think, that's just kind of come to my mind that I think was, is a great, another great example, which is, Like we've gone through a period over the last, I would say, couple of years where we've realized like both of us enjoy a drink. And over the last couple of years, we've realized we don't enjoy a drink as much as we used to. And we certainly don't drink, enjoy drinking as much as we used to. And there were some some days where (laughs) some days were more than others. um, It has to be said. But we've come into this this period where it's like, okay. I don't want to, like, I want to go out. I want to go and enjoy myself. But, like, and it, I think this really kind of started in earnest around earlier this year when we, uh, Serena and I did a detox together. And we did, like, it was a, re- it was a really significant detox. Intense. Intense. Um, it was, like, I, I've always, I've, this is the second time I've done this detox. And I always have to think about it that I'm not eating or drinking for that period of time. I'm just putting medicine in my body of different forms, basically. Um, thick, like lots of liquid gluggy, forms. Gluggy forms. Lots of like, <laughs> like the, poor, poor Serena, as someone who doesn't normally drink a lot of water. Like, <laughs> I think at one point it started like spouting out her yeah. ears. Like, <laughs> like, she became like, she was like a little mini Bellagio fountain all by herself. <laughs> like the little cherub I just stood right. naked in the yard. <laughs> That was just a Tuesday um, <laughs> here in QS. It wasn't even my yard. Right. <laughs> and so um, very soon, it was, like, uh, it was, because it was very soon after that, that we celebrated my, the first step of my visa um, mm-hmm. being uh, acknowledged. And we went for a night out and I'm like, I, I, we didn't really want to drink that much because we just done a detox. We didn't want to retox after our <laughs> detox. That's what's the point in that? Like, like we've gone through this intense detox. We don't want to undo mm-hmm. all of that great stuff that we'd just done. And um, the impurities are gone. Get back in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so the funny thing about it was, this is where when... You, it's okay to change your behavior it's like it's okay to change what isn't working but it's also then really helpful to then go into the creator approach which starting next week the shape series is coming we promised it was coming so by shifting into creator approach it's like well what is the way of doing this that works for me so and we're bitches all around exactly so um so <laughs> i'm gonna throw over to you now like what did you do? Because this was kind of of your creation because of where you were at and what you wanted. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to have a drink. Yes. Like a 
beverage, beverage, of a wet something or other, as opposed to a dry drink. Hey, in this town, <laughs> who the fuck knows? But like, I knew I wanted yeah. to be sipping on something. I also I like having something in my hand too. Like I, right. I always like a can, a cup. Mm-hmm. Like there's some there's a tactile aspect to right. it. But I was like. I really I'm just not feeling drinking. And so I've had this drink for a while and it's just soda water, cranberry juice with a squirt of lime. And so I ordered it and my friend's like, oh, what's that? I was like, oh, a sober bitch. And he's like, what's in a sober bitch? And I told him and he's like, oh, actually, that makes a lot of fucking sense. I was like, (laughs) yeah, and it looks like an actual drink. So people kind of leave me alone because one thing, especially in this town, like everybody wants to get everybody like swirled in the excitement and the yes. enjoyment the revelry yeah. and can like, i buy you a drink what are you what are you drinking what do you need like blah, 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 blah. and when people are offering it's like can i buy you a drink like we're gonna have oh yeah sure you can buy me a drink it's like i actually don't want a drink right like, how many times have i drank like been like oh yeah i'll take i'll take a claw or whatever and then i'm like i want nothing to do with this right. and then i have this and- whole t- yeah, or i'm just <laughs> holding an empty warm drink for the entire night an empty warm drink uh, full warm drink because i I'm also like, how is it warm if it's I, empty that's the thing i, I do hold, i do hold an empty can a lot right. of times to avoid the yeah oh can i get your drink i'm like oh no, no i'm good i'm not okay. lying i'm just yes. holding up a can yes. and you're creating your own dialogue yes, around it but, i'm good can yeah <laughs> but this night join it, the dots as you will <laughs> yeah and this night it actually it kind of took on and so then claire was like well what's that i was like oh a sober bitch and i told her and so then we started ordering them from the bar and a couple people started ordering sober bitches yeah. from the bar and now it's a thing any bar we go to it's like oh can i have a sober, can bitch? I have a sober bitch and they're like oh what's that and we tell them and they're like sure okay so like but that, but now there are places that we go and we don't even need to tell them what it is right. anymore. Like they just make them they up. They just for make us. them up, and there's we get to be in the atmosphere. Like socialness. Like, nobody's really questioning it because they see something with a lime in it, and you. I'm going to say that you shouldn't have to do that. Like right. surround yourself with the people who are not pressuring you, forcing you, making you feel right. bad about making choices. But in these contexts, it's just easier for me to be like, no, oh, it. Well, and the other thing, the other thing about it is that, like, in the name, there are a lot of people in this town who are sober. Mm-hmm. Like, like they are choosing not yep. to drink because they maybe have had uh, issues with alcohol in the past, or they've like they're trying to go like make a different life change. So by calling it that as well, like, there's an additional like, it's a um, again, you shouldn't need this, but it it discourages people from like. Pushing because I mean there are some like I mean I've I've been I've I've been that person at the bar where I've kind of come up and I'm like I've I I as I've said on previous episodes I spend a lot of time in bars in this town and not because I'm a big drinker but because I listen to a lot of live music because I'm with somebody who is a musician so um, I spend a lot of time in bars and there was a period of time where I would. I wouldn't drink a lot while I was there, but I would have an alcoholic drink in my hand and I would just sip it throughout the night. Um, and so, um, I mean, and I have some bartenders in town who like to take care of me. Um, I have some, I know where I, I know I need to would need to go if I, if I want a decent pour, let's put it that way. Um, and I've been in that position where I've, I've come in and I'm like, uh, I'm like, I think it was, it might've even been when we were doing the detox itself. I was like, just a water, like, um, and like, and people are like, no, like, like, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> like actually 
water would be great. Thank you. I remember Deb serving me a a water in a shot, a shot glass. glass. Yeah. She's like, if you're gonna drink, and this is a friend of mine. Like, yes. it, it was, it, it was, was all in good humor, in good humor, yeah. good fun. Like, and like. I can see where this could be triggering for some people, but it was not in that situation. She's like, if you're going to drink water, you're drinking out of this. I'm like, cool. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Fill it up. <laughs> How many t- Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I moved my leg back and I didn't realize my leg was through the legs of the chair and everything came forward. It's almost me. a disaster. It's all good. We're still, we're still here. We're still good. I'm going to change my behavior because it's no longer in alignment with me to my knees. <laughs> But these are just like a few examples. Is there anything you wanted to finish up with on that? Like, I just, oh, I, no, I just, she learned real quick that I was going to drink a lot of water. So unless she wanted to keep filling my no shot, shot glass. glass. Yeah. Oh, you want to have fun with it? Like I'm still drinking water. Yeah, we can have some fun with it. <laughs> and that's the thing is that, that you sh- it reminds me the fantasy fest costume there was one fantasy fest costume we were in a parade and i had as part of my costume a bottle of rum like a handle of rum that i had dumped out the rum and it was filled with water so i could stay hydrated but to everybody else it looked like i was chugging this bottle of (laughs) rum and some guy got so pissed off at me because he wanted a shot and i said it was water and he's like give me a shot and then i gave it to him he took it he's like it's fucking water i'm like I told, I told you. I told you it was one. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. But these are just some examples. But like this is the one thing I will say about um, the new year is that one of the things that is very present for us certainly is that like we are part of nature and nature is part of cycles. And yes, there is an element of the new year being a new beginning, but that doesn't mean to say that we have to do that new beginning in the way that we've been conditioned that we have to. That new beginning could just be looking at what we've been doing in the past and going, actually, are there some changes that I want to make? Are there some things that haven't been working for me that actually I might want to change up and do a little bit differently? Are there are some things that some places I want to stop going or some places I want to start going? There are some activities Activities I want to stop doing or that I want to start doing and again not in this sense of like this like mm, forcing it like ah oh, make it happen kind of thing but just in a actually I'm going to make a different choice today to the choice I made list like yesterday or last week or last year or last month or whatever it is it's a good time to think of your options too like yes. kind of getting your yes. options together like okay I want to do I want to live healthier this year is going to be my year of health like let's push that out be like all right I want to do some things that's better for me this year like what can I do I'm gonna I can drink more I can exercise and like not even committing to anything just being like these are all options of ways that I can meet these needs I want to start doing deep breathing I'm going to ground myself but like having all these options that means when I need it like January 1st right today (laughs) I may not be sitting there being like I need this I need this I need this I need this but if I'm like if I'm mindful of like, okay, and this could be, you could be listening to this in March. Right. March 13th. Okay. Like sit here and be like, all right, what what's working for me? What's not? What are some of my options? Because I know what, like, I want to dance more. What can I do? I can take classes. I can go, you know, dance at a club. I, I can, can boogie in my living room. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. what? Are, and, and I don't have to do any of those things. But when I want to dance. Then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I came up with those options. I right. can do this and this and this. And then it's it's, it's kind of easier. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to do. And it's funny, actually, you said about listening to it in March. Um, many, many years ago, I used to put out quotes on a regular basis. In fact, we still put out quotes on a regular basis. Um, <clears throat> but one of the quotes that I put out, and it was funny because there's a, um, there's a tube station in London that um, – 
always has like a quote of the day they've got like a whiteboard that they have a quote of the day up um every every day and um i when i think about the the tube is like a subway yes thank you um the when i think about the level of coincidences that had to happen for this to happen um someone i knew was going through farringdon tube station and happened to notice the quote and they had used the quote that i had used and took a photo of it and said to me, you're the quote of the day on Farringdon Tube Station this morning, which I thought was the coolest thing. And the quote was, what if every day of the year was the start of a new year? I'll let you in on a little secret. It is. And you can start that new choice, that new beginning. It's all about choices mm-hmm. and about saying, okay, I'm going to choose that that doesn't work for me well I want to choose differently and as Serena said like coming up with your options so that when you do want to choose something else it's like well I could do this I could do this and you can choose whichever one feels resonant for where you're at and where you're at in terms of presently what it is that you want to create and also what your capacity is at that point in time so often we are like we talked about in last year like our, our capacity at this time of year is so low because we've just come off of this really intense season and when we're at low capacity we're trying to push ourselves to like yeah crush it for the new year and it's like yeah it's not the energy that we're in at the moment and from a cyclical like from a, a nature cycle standpoint yeah things are starting to like it's the time of year where everything's kind of happening under the surface but the stuff isn't pushing through. You've got a few more months until that happens. So maybe it's time to kind of look under the surface and figure out, okay, what are the things that I have been doing that maybe don't meet my needs anymore? And what are the things that actually I want to do that we feel are going to meet my needs more? Mm-hmm. But not from this pressured standpoint of like, I have to do this. I have to change. I have to create this new start. But instead, what feels best for me right now? What feels better? Does this feel good or does that feel good? I kind of feel like what's coming to me is as you were saying that about the, you know, the new year being kind of the time where things are happening under the surface and, you know, that's when things are kind of growing. And it's like if for 10 years you've been planting carrots and you're like, I don't ever want to need another fucking carrot in my life. And then this year you're still planting carrots like this is the time to be like, actually, I'd like some potatoes. So I'm going to I'm going to nurture some potato seeds. So when spring comes, it's like. And now I have potatoes. Like, right. Great. It's Absolutely. Just, and I know that's kind of a <laughs> a weird comparison, but it, it like, well, and just from you a can need- change your garden. You can plant your own seeds. And just from a needs point of view, this is the time of year to be cultivating your taproot of your tree. The thing that is going to provide the nourishment for the rest of the tree as we, as we cho- choose to bloom. So it's like, we want to make sure that we are replenishing ourselves, that we're resourcing ourselves, that we're building our capacity. And then when we have the capacity making choices that feel like they are in alignment, not just doing the same things that we've always done. Anything you want to add before we finish up? Nope. Other than to say, I wish you a year ahead oui. and years two ahead. We. Hmm? We. Oui. Oui. Okay. We. Oui. <laughs> whatever. Even know I'm going to say. Whatever yet. she's going to say, I can <clears throat> just feel that I'm like, we wish this. <laughs> Where you check in and support yourself with making the choices that feel in alignment for you and feel like they are going to meet your needs best moment by moment by moment. And they don't have to be big changes where it's like overnight, it's this massive shift. Sometimes it's those small little changes that we make gradually and then all of a sudden 
over time, they create this big ripple effect of difference in our life. You look at like the simple things like we talk about, like with Serena and um, hydrating, like where all of a sudden she started drinking seltzers and then she was like sipping on seltzers and now she goes over, over through what, like a pack every two or three days, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, and like it started off with sips. Well, it started off with an idea. Well, to yes. be honest, it yeah. was like, oh, I could drink seltzer yeah. instead of water. I could drink seltzer instead of water. And then I got to the store and I'm like, oh. If I got look, some seltzer, there's that There's some might, seltzer yeah. instead of water. And yeah. it's like little, like the, the little steps. little baby steps to get you there. And, and the little changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those little, like all of a sudden, well, I mean, for a start, you were thinking about hydrating, which I don't think had been a thing really <laughs> in the past. So the very fact that she was thinking about hydrating mm-hmm. was the first start. And then, so it's like, now I'm thinking about hydrating well, I don't really like water, so oh, what are my options? Yeah, exactly. What are my options? And then what she did was she made choices based on those options. So she made the choice to buy it, so that if she wanted it, she could drink it. And then she took the choice to open one, and then she took a choice to sip, and sip, and sip, and then she chose to have six boxes of seltzer, a variety of different flavors, and she chose to almost always have one open like she's got one next to her on the um right now like and all of those small choices are they were all changes mm-hmm. change doesn't have to be this massive thing no. change can happen incrementally and it doesn't have to necessarily be tangible either like it doesn't have to be the can in my hand it can be the process like there's change the up into to get that. To that point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we wish you a amazing year ahead, whatever that looks like, and hopefully fulfilled with lots of meeting of needs. Um, we will be back next week with the beginning of the shape series. So watch this space. Um, uh, between now and then, though, remember to stay safe, to take care of yourself, and continue continue to meet your own needs. Lots of love. Bye, bye, friends. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember, it's okay to change your behavior and make different choices if it's no longer in alignment and meeting your needs. Well, shit. It really is that simple.